Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, grappling fans? What's the first one that you heard of mentally in the game? Or matches up pretty close. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One? Got a special edition of the show with my new co-host, old friend here, Reed Connell in the house. Thanks for having me, Chase. Absolutely. Today is going to be a really fun show, a bit different than usual. Uh, If you caught the Nicky Rod episode where we went through the film Black Belt Slayer, we're doing the same thing. We just released a new episode of The New Guard featuring Levi Jones Lee Reed. Give me an idea of what this is about. Here we go. That's right. Today, I guess this is going to be going out tomorrow, but... uh, Wednesday, we're premiering the newest episode of the Flow Grappling documentary series, The New Guard. The New Guard is kind of a series that we've been doing here on Flow Grappling for a little while. We did episodes with Roberto Jimenez, Mikey Musumeshi, Hinato Canuto, and it just kind of you know follows that, that new generation of the sport as they are, uh, are making waves in, in the black belt level. And our newest entry into this documentary series, we're super, super excited about it, really pumped about it, is, uh, like you said, Levi Jones-Leary. And we have Levi all the way from New York joining us today. What's up, Levi? Yo, what's good? Not much, man. So you, you got a sneak peek at the film, dude. What are, what are your initial thoughts? Tell us about it. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I'm, like, like I said, like I was saying before, I'm super grateful um, to Flow Grappling for, for making that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool just to like look back over the year and, um, and kind of see how far everything's come and how far, um, like my, my own personal journey and how much I've kind of changed over that, that time as well. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it was only last year. It feels like forever ago, I bet, especially now these days. But I guess when, when you do look back on that 2019, how do you put it all into perspective? Because, of course, if you don't know the, the story of Levi's um, 2019, you know, there, there were some, some ups and some downs. Of course, we'll get to it all in the movie. But, but I guess when you, when you look back on it, how, how do you kind of sum it all up? Um, I guess it was just it was just a, it was just a really great year. Um, uh, I like won a lot of these titles that I was kind of um, 
always had like in my mind since I since I started. I beat the the some people that I had I had always wanted to beat, and um, and I also had the the learning experience from from the losses I had as well. So uh, it was altogether it was a it was a really great year. I think I matured a lot like as a person um, throughout everything as well. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was a great. A, a great first year. Fantastic. Before we get into the film, got to give a shout out here to our official CBD sponsor. That is RX Sports. And uh, I've been drinking that stuff like it's juice. Let me wow. tell you, the training has been phenomenal. Uh, go to rxsports.com slash flow sports for a 20% discount off your order. RX Sports, where nature meets medicine. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, but you'll have to give me some. How do I sound? Do I sound like young Jamie up there doing my read? True, true. All you right. Do. You All sound right. pretty good, man. You sound like a pro. Thank nice you. Nice job. Thank you very much. Um, Le- I guess also, Levi, you're, you are are in New York, right? You just you just got back to New York? Yeah, I got back about a week ago. Wow, okay. What does it look like out there? Crazy times for everyone, um, I'm sure. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good time. You know, it's like obviously New York's just come out of one of the roughest um, times in in its history um but you know i think i think things we're moving towards like a a better place um you know everybody is everybody's fighting together like against racism and you can kind of feel it in the air and it's 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 all together it's kind of like um tense but um it's good vibes good things happening must feel good to be uh, training again a little bit, even if it is a, a private sort of closed door session. You took some time off. Yeah, I had a, I had a, about about twelve weeks. I had fully off. I I only trained for one week. Um, during that time, I was back in Australia, like one week altogether, jujitsu. So just coming back this week, like all the guys have been training like the entire time, like with their small group. So everyone kept improving. And um, I've got a lot of work to do. So, a little painful feels, coming back, yeah. getting smoked out there. <laughs> Wouldn't say <laughs> to be back. It does. It does feel good to be back, you know, because it's is pretty therapeutic. But um, it's 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 definitely it's definitely tough. I got some work to do. Are you hoping to kind of to get back out there and, and do some uh, some super fights or do some you know things as promotions pop up more and more here? Yeah, I'm fighting. I'm fighting in eight weeks. Uh, I'm going to be fighting at a, on a fight to win and, and third coast grappling. Oh, sweet. Um, so yeah, so I'm just like I'm just working hard again. You know, working hard now to to get back in shape. And that's a nice little know. lead up. Do you, do you have, and have any idea who your opponent might be at this point, or are you still just getting that organized? Still getting it organized. Looking at potentially um, some like bigger guys, like maybe Ronaldo Junior. Or oh, wow, uh, that's a sick match. Or Tinoco, um, Gabriel Arges. Okay. Those are the kind. Okay. Of... I like that yeah. one, little junior matchup. That one's pretty spicy. Yeah, yeah, and the Tinoco. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. That'd be that'd be awesome. So I think what we're gonna do here a, a little bit, Levi, is we're gonna play uh, the, the film and we're gonna kind of do yeah. like a little uh, little commentary, get your thoughts, get Chase's thoughts, and we're gonna just kind of kind of talk through uh, a little bit of the film if you guys haven't seen the film you guys can just pause right now go watch the film first and then maybe come back and you can hear levi's thoughts on it as well um but yeah i guess we'll just kind of kind of play it and, and see where this goes okay first of all it's been so fun like 
piecing together these I've been seeing this thing so clearly after all the footage has been shot. Yeah, definitely. It's been fun to revisit. You know, these these are huge moments throughout the year, and we're kind of deprived of these moments this year. So it's man, it's really tough. Like not having, not being able to go to worlds, like not being able to go to these awesome competitions. Like it's it's tough. So it, it, at least we can kind of dive back into some of these big moments from from last year. What about you, Levi? Are you missing missing the the, uh, comp the competition? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think everybody was super sad when when when. World's time came around and we were just kind of, you know, sitting at home. Um, but it's it's been a good time for everyone, like, to reflect on things. And I think coming back, people are going to be a lot more grateful for the tournaments and stuff like that. Man, it's so cool seeing my footage, which is, like, pretty rough, being put into, like, a polished film. Like, oh, shit, <laughs> I shot that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a little bit of a tease at the end of the film. We kind of land in South Korea at the end. But got to give a quick shout-out to the editor here, Nikki Prian. Uh, she's one of our editors here at Flow Sports that uh, that works on a lot of these projects and stuff like that. And, and this was um, um, she was the editor on this one. So definitely have to give a big shout-out to her. And then this was this is my, like one of my favorite parts because this is, this is actually yes, like... What was it like to look earlier. back at the old Unity as it used to be? It's amazing, like, just so many good memories from that gym, like, we lived there for a long time, you know, like, we lived on those mats, like, uh, so, those, the, those times made us, made us, made us grow a lot, and, um, yeah, I'll never forget that gym, ever, it was such a classic, such a, such a classic spot. Only known footage of Murillo Santana right here. <laughs> I know, right? Pretty much. <laughs> I will say, like, I've been to a lot of gyms, and this one, the actual facility made more of an impact than, like, any for other. Real, for real. Just being in there, like, oh, shit, this is really intense. It's like a hot box. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you like most about training in, uh, at, at Unity? Obviously, you guys are well-known for, for the grind, and uh, they've got so many good people in here as we're panning through. Uh, Sebastian and Hibamar and Meows and everybody. What, what's the best part? Everyone's just in here, like, the best part is that like everyone has like the freedom to to, to be themselves, you know. Like we we don't have any uh, there's there's not there's rules, but not really, you know. what I mean, like kind of do what we want, and that's like everyone obviously like everyone works super hard. Everyone's there for the same reason. But um, the thing is, like, it's 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 very free. You know that gym is very free. You know we have a lot of different people, like so many different personalities, and to be part of it, you can you can just tell it's 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 you know it's a special place. Were you kind of surprised that we like kind of singled out you and, and talked to you um, at this point? Because I feel like you, you've brought that up. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, definitely surprised. I mean, you have so many, so many, um, you know, amazing people in that gym. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty surprised. I was kind of, I was kind of thinking I was pretty, pretty, pretty cool then. Um, <laughs> it was the first time I started winning stuff at Brown Belt. Uh, but yeah, it's. It's only been like it's only been two years. 
but I feel like a completely different person to back then. I could see you so, watching yeah. it. You got so much like nostalgia on your face. Yeah, it's nostalgic as fuck. <laughs> So I feel like a man. different person too after those two years. Holy shit! Yeah, for real, it's been a long, <laughs> right? Like a but different then, person last three months. Yeah, definitely. But then uh, somewhere in there, you got your black belt. Is is there a good story um, from when you got your black belt that you could tell us? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, just after that brown belt worlds, I um, you won back pans, to won the worlds that year. Yeah, won Europeans, pans, and worlds. Um, and then I went back to New York after, after Worlds and, um, uh, it, I guess, yeah, Marilla like put me to sleep against my will <laughs> in the that day and, um, it was pretty traumatic, but, uh, he told me after it's because, um, it was, it was cause I was getting my black belt that day. So it was, it was like a a method of initiation that he chose to use and uh it was it was pretty meaningful and pretty terrifying at the same time you also got a really cool plaque i remember you uh you you shared that with us on this podcast not that long ago um for the viewers that didn't see that levi maybe describe uh the gift that you got too uh yeah yeah they gave me um i don't have it here with me now but uh it was like the first ever email i ever I ever I ever wrote to Anna and um and Marula and it was just basically me saying how badly I wanted to come over there and then if there were like if there's any types of accommodation they had and just me kind of emailing them fanatically, which I was doing like all the time. I was emailing them like every day at one point. And um I think Marilla and Anna just thought I was like some crazy person. <laughs> and um but they just anyway, they printed out like the first email I ever sent them along with the one of your guys' photos um, with me like winning worlds and, and, and gave it to me as well. So it was it was it was a very special moment and I, I it was it was definitely one of those moments I'll just remember forever yeah. because it was like everything sort of um like coming full circle, you know? Like starting the journey, like looking up to 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 all these people that I'm in the room with and then and then to get the black belt from from my heroes, it, it was it was a very kind of like nothing's impossible kind of moment, you know. So it was it was it was pretty it was pretty it was pretty epic. Gives me chills, incredible. And now we're 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 kind of back to the back to the movie here. Um, you get your black belt, and who would have thought that you know one of your first kind of major tournaments back, um, you go up against Lucas Lepre, who's kind of widely considered the the greatest lightweight of all time in the gi. And um, and he's kind of your, your first test. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, I remember like the moment I saw him sign up to the division. I was um, I was eating like a like a pork katsu kind of thing dish. Tasty. And uh, I knew I shouldn't have been eating it because like I had some weight to cut. <laughs> and I was like looking at my phone like eating. And then like as soon as I saw his name, I just like stopped eating completely just like put the fork down like i was like shit this is gonna be this is gonna be serious um so yeah i i i prepared a lot like mentally for for a challenge like this like i'm a big believer of visualization 
So um, daily, I was always imagining, you know, fighting Lepre. But I was always imagining, I would always visualize Worlds, you know, because that was kind of my main goal. But I'd always visualize fighting Lepre at Worlds and, like, what, what would kind of happen. And, um, I knew the stomp, like, I've got a good, like, uh, entry for the outside Baron Bowler. And um, I saw Espin kind of stomp out his leg and begin on it. So I, I, I knew that would be a good entry for me. So I just kept uh, getting that sharp and and then, um, you know, it's a good time. Good time. I almost didn't fight that day. I legit almost didn't fight that day. Dang, what's the story there? So, um... False croissants, I, was, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was two, it was two days before the tournament. Um, so two days before the tournament. And, uh, like, I have a tendency to self-sabotage. So, I was doing just that, and I, I was I was a bit overweight, so I, I don't know, just doing ridiculous self-sabotaging things, and I just went and got, like, a bunch of croissants and um, drank a bunch of wine with the people that were hosting me in the Airbnb. And um, the next day, I was obviously way more overweight, and uh, I was like, okay, I just won't, drink anything today and like eat anything and then i'll maybe i'll be sweet and i woke up the next day and like i had to be at the competition and like i had to weigh in like two hours and i was like two kilos overweight or something and um i messaged my mom in the morning because i was just like wasn't i just wasn't feeling i was feeling it i just messaged my mom and i was like mom cbf like i, I sent me cbf like i can't be fucked in australia we say cbf it means can't be fucked and um, she's like, just basically like, just told me like the truth. Like I'm just being like a fucking idiot and like a little bitch, pretty much. And um, she, she, she did like a shaman healing on me. My mom's a shaman, um, uh, and I don't know if, if if that worked or not. But I just kind of, after she said that, I just kind of got up and and went, and I was fine. I lost the weight. I managed to do it. I was I was actually over on the test scale um, by point one, and then at that point I was like fuck this, and I just like weighed my weighed in again, and um, I was perfectly on weight on the on the actual scale. You just at that point, weight off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then at that point, like I was I was a bit more carefree fighting, you know, because I was like, I almost didn't even fight. So I gotta say I love this the quote that you you tell us kind of multiple times where you do difficult things easily and that was that's something that your mom says right yeah that's yeah a, i love that quote yeah it's it's really helpful that's gotten through me through like a lot of hard times you know so um it's pretty it's pretty powerful like if you if you can kind of tell that to yourself even if it's something mundane like getting out of bed you know it helps a lot it helps me a lot anyway here we are. We've made our way to Pans. What was um? We didn't really touch on this when you were on the podcast, but th- those following weeks after Europeans, there's a lot of discussion about you beating Lepre. Some people were like, "Ah, oh, he's tired." Um, I'm not so worried about your reaction to that, but like, how how fired up were you? How confident were you? Saying, "Man, I just won Euros. I'm going to Pans." Like, were you riding a high right there, or were you nervous? Was there a lot of pressure? You know what? What were your thoughts coming into the tournament? Great question. Um it's you, you're kind of like 
kind of like pretty definitely co like more confident than usual because of the Lepre win, you know. And the visualizing always gave me like a, a added layer of confidence. But even like with all that work, like all the visualizing, all the 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 win against Lepre, like the doubts still creep into my head somehow and I have a tough time stopping them, you know? So um, before before fighting Canuto, I'm like thinking about getting flying armbarred or, you know, or worst case scenario stuff. And it's kind of like against my will. But um, the, the doubts, like what I do now is I just kind of use it as like an opportunity for me to feel like I can have the feeling of overcoming them, you know? So like the stronger the doubts get, like the, 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 the taller I stand. And like, um, that's when I tell myself like, okay, do difficult things easily. And then, um, there's no better feeling in the world than like, like shutting your own doubts up. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing like it. So, um, this was the same thing. Like I was feeling a lot of doubts going into the tournament and then I, I just, you know, I stood up tall and um, uh, went out there and won anyway. So it was, it was, it was an amazing feeling for sure. That back take right there is so sick. But no points. Yeah. Very controversial cool. moment that I kind of forgot about until I rewatched this film. But it was points because yeah. it was a third penalty, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 But like Kunuto, man, like all these guys I fight, I, I respect them so much because of like. They're legends. Like, Kanuto, I've been watching since he was a brown belt, you know? been watching all these guys since I was, you know, a colored belt, like blue belt or, or white belt, even with Lepre. So, um, I have a lot of respect. Maybe sometimes too much respect, and it creates, like, fear, and, like, that's where the doubts come from. But, um, yeah, it feels, it does feel good when you, when you overcome them. So that's kind of two big ones racked up in a row. What is what is this moment when you get your hand raised against a big, a big guy, um, match? What does that feel like? Just like, yeah, just like pure, just happiness. <laughs> a lot of relief, right? Out of relief and happiness, like it's that feeling of 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 overcoming those doubts. Because I'm doubt, I was. You, you're so, it's it's scary <laughs> going out there is pretty scary you know especially um when you can't stop thinking about the worst case scenario so there's there's nothing like the feeling of overcoming yourself it's like that's 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 the hap those are the happiest times I, i've ever had i reckon what is the worst case scenario for you is it just a loss is it like getting submitted is it not making the weight? you know like what's your nightmare like levi not to make it too dark but no nope. about getting submitted you know mm. think about getting submitted for sure um and because like i was putting a lot of pressure on myself now now i don't put as much pressure on myself but then i'm still like i'm still learning you know like i don't i don't know everything about you know, having like the perfect mindset or or anything like that. But like at the time it was like, I felt like to win, I had to have this very intense way of thinking where like, it's like, 
it's almost obsessive. Like every day, I have, it's like willfully I'm trying to see myself in this same way. Like willfully, I'm trying to see myself as the black as the best um, black belt in the world. You know, so all this kind of like internal pressure that you create in your own head um, when the when the when the time comes, it's like it's a lot to to cope with. You know, internally. So um, now now I'm doing. Now I'm doing a better job with that, you know. I'm not putting as much, as much pressure on myself as as I thought I, you know, as I thought I needed to back then. But um, yeah. And and I've heard you say, and I believe this is the part where you're kind of talking a little bit about that. Um, that Murillo helps you a lot with with your mindset, or he he's somebody who who takes that really seriously at least. And has he has he helped you a lot in that that department? For sure, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like he's, he was giving me like you know when I was when I was staying in the gym, he was giving me, um, for everyone as well. Actually, you know, he'd be giving us like books on on uh, you know visualizing, mental training, um, you know, uh, Miyamoto Musashi like samurai strategy books and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, he's. He's obviously like helped me a lot. Just just being able to like have a conversation with, you know, just being able to talk with somebody that's had that much experience, like coaching people, you know, and like being there and seeing, you know, which people um, were successful in the sport. And he has a lot of knowledge there, you know, like when not to put when to put pressure on yourself, when you can't kind of put too much pressure on yourself. And uh, he's always been able to tell like. Uh, when I've been going through a tough time, you know, mentally, and then and then he's been able to give me advice um, during that. Like even right now, like right now's right now's a time for me where I have to like kind of put my head down and and uh, and and kind of focus and work hard again because you know I've just had twelve weeks off and and um, now this now this video is coming out like it's 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 amazing um but i can't like use this as like an excuse like to like think of myself being like set like i'm set or something so you know we had that actually that that talk yesterday actually and, and he said to me you know he basically said to me like now's the time you gotta you gotta work hard again you know don't let this don't let this um kind of get to you so he's always he's always always been there for me always been giving me advice and yeah, it's, it's 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 really helpful to have somebody with that experience around. Chase, this is uh, from Abu Dhabi. This is, I believe, uh, an interview that that you shot here. Mm-hmm. There, there in Abu Dhabi. A rare moment of catching a guy after a submission loss. I usually don't like to do those interviews, but you know, the movie's going by so fast. <laughs> it's just flying so by. Fun. I was, I was really nervous actually. I'm like, oh man, I want to talk to him, but Levi was really cool about it. He's fine. Very generous. Sometimes people can be, especially after a loss, and I think that's a, a perfect time. Both these times here, where, where Levi, you were very generous with uh, with us and by giving us uh, an interview. Most people don't don't usually do that. Oh no, of course. I'm I'm happy I wasn't like you got me a, a moment after I like wiped my tears away after the first. <laughs> I definitely want to give you a minute. Unlike Hal, Hal's just a savage here at Worlds. Like Levi, I know you can't breathe and your heart is broken. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. But it's it's a, great. You know, it makes the film great. So it's all part of the story. Yeah. 
Yeah. What do you remember most about about this match here, Levi? Obviously, this was a this was kind of um, you know the third act kind of devastation moment here. Uh, what do you remember most from this one? Um, I just remember like because really this this whole year, honestly, I'm gonna I'll tell you like every day, I literally would before I'd go to bed when I'd wake up in the morning. I'd visualize like winning just worlds, you know. But like Europeans didn't really matter. Pans didn't really matter to me. Nothing really mattered to me except for worlds, you know. Literally, just all I think about it. Like my only focus in life was to win this tournament, you know. So um, losing felt like surreal, almost like losing felt surreal, and I was like. Um, just heartbroken, obviously, but just kind of, you know, crying, being a baby. Like, everybody has their heartbroken at Worlds, you know? It's nothing special to have your heartbroken at Worlds, you know? That's a great line. But, um, I like that. I yeah. like that line. Yeah. Uh, very few people don't have their heartbroken at Worlds. Um, so, you know, I've, I've kind of grown up, I guess, a lot in... in in the last year but it was still you know super super um it's super tough to have your your dreams crushed but there's always next year uh, is that what, unless, is that what not, told you unless there's not next year <laughs> dang, dang it really wasn't next year that's tough <laughs> so we're here in korea now uh you've made the journey you came from australia and i remember doing this interview too and you were really confident there as well. You know, uh, it had been, I think it had been six months almost. You hadn't been, been competing, correct me if I'm wrong, since June, June to November. So. Yeah, yeah. But you're taking on two current, at that time, two current world champs. Um, man, you, I mean, you just like resonated like a, a, a really, really pure confidence energy. What was your mindset going in there? Like you weren't daunted at all by taking on the two world champs? Yeah, that's that's my thing. I, I'm I'm good at like putting on, I can look confident as fuck if I need to. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can put on the biggest facade you've ever seen, and that's kind of like my coping mechanism, you know, and, and dealing with with doubts. You know, is like my body language is me confident. My like I'll be saying to myself, I do difficult things easily, you know. But it's like it's like I'm working really hard to like hold it all together under the pressure, you know, the entire time, you know. It's not like that. The confidence, like, kind of comes easy. I know what it's um, like <laughs> to be hanging on by a thread. <laughs> yeah, right. Because um, it's a lot of pressure. This is a lot of pressure. Like the the shit they had us doing the day before. You were there, right? It's a long ass day. They put these guys through basically a twelve hour day and, yeah. while it they're was, cutting weight. <laughs> it was. A, it was like that was a hard ass fucking day. Those three days were hard. They made them um, work. Levi got paid, but he had to work for that. And the buffets at the hotel, I remember, were sick. Yeah. Breakfast was good. Cutting the weight. Like, we all had to cut the weight in the morning. I felt bad for Arges because we had to cut that weight early, and then we had to keep it off until, like, nighttime. But I think Arges, like, went. He even like, had fuck. to leave for a while. He dipped out to, like, shed a couple extra pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and just bailed. Was this your first but, uh, time in South Korea? Uh, Third, actually. Wow. Okay. I went Although I went for the, the qualifier. That's right. Back. Back here. And then this was another time having... I was having the doubts, but I 
just um, match to stay strong. How much are you thinking about that $100,000 grand prize? Not really at all, to be honest. I was I was thinking more about like Arges, like not getting knee barred by Arges. That was that was my main kind of thought. <laughs> it's a good thing to be aware yeah, of. Yeah, that's probably makes sense. Knee barred by Arges. Don't get knee barred by Arges. <laughs> um, and uh, just trying to stay, just staying strong through the through the tournament. It was. It was a tough tournament for some reason, obviously. Were you thinking about redemption at all, or was that in your mind, or was this just like kind of like a new thing, a new new start? Not really. Like, I've, I was just trying to, like, I just trying to, like, channel my fighting spirit, you know? Like, all those years at Unity, that, like, kind of uh, the the toughness I have in me from that time, like, that's just kind of what I'm trying to channel. I'm just trying to stay strong, um, and I don't. I don't really. It was. It was nothing about redemption. It was nothing about that. Just like winning these fights and, and overcoming, like overcoming all these doubts I was having. Did the uh, did the venue and the arena, the atmosphere, did that play into to your psyche at all? It's, it's one of the best produced shows I've ever seen. It's like Definitely. it's it's a top notch. There's so much money involved. It's it's amazing to be a part of the show. What's like to fight on it? Yeah, Matt, to be honest, I really like that. Like, I like to fight with that kind of, uh, that kind of arena type feel. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because, like, I was, it was, like, just me and my mom as a kid. And, um, so I was, like, used to getting a lot of attention. Maybe it's got something to do with that, but um, I do like the spotlight. It makes me feel like special or good or something. I don't know. I have to talk to a psychologist to understand why. But <laughs> that's why we're here, Levi. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Read you best we're, psychologist. <laughs> this is the budget level, entry level psych evaluation here. <laughs> I'd love to sit on the psych chair in front of you. <laughs> So here we go. Got the big final against Mateus Gabriel. Of course, Mateus, um, you know, coming off the, he was a world champion that year. This was a, a big, big match. How did you feel about this one? Yeah. So after, to be honest, after the Arges fight, um, I was feeling pretty confident because that was the fight I had the most doubts about, you know. So um, again, when I when I when I overcame those doubts, like I felt like I'd overcome myself, and I was feeling like. Like, it doesn't matter. At this point, I'm thinking, like, it doesn't matter, like, what kind of thought goes through my head if I can, um, if I can beat myself here. And I'm just really paying attention, listening to Murillo. Um, it's a strategic fight, you know? We're both going to be playing the rules as much as possible. Um, we don't really care. Like, both of us don't give a shit about making this a good, like... Fight spectator wise at this moment, right? We're just trying to win a hundred grand, so that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just like trying to play as smart as possible, to be honest. And this is interesting um, because this is kind of a similar situation in 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 um, the double guard pool. There's a couple, there's a couple um, 
penalties that that you both get. You know, you, you know, even the uh, the commentator John starts getting a little scared. I, I was I was shit myself. I'm like, what are they gonna do? What's gonna happen? Like, <laughs> did you feel like this was kind of like you know deja vu almost? Or? Yeah, on the on the on the on the third one, that kind of like went through my head. I was like, wait. Who's going to get the money if we both get <laughs> So, um, but I kind of thought, you know, I, I kind of thought it would be too controversial for them to do it. So I, I was, I was expecting them to be a bit more lenient, but it was, a, it was a risk and I, I took it and it paid off. We've broken on this match several times together, Levi. We had our uh, hellacious day after where we were both just like hungover skunks trying to break down this in like the the office of spider. <laughs> Levi definitely went hard with that hundred grand that he just won. <laughs> it was disgusting. But one of the coolest yep. things that you you mentioned during the breakdowns was that, and it's coming up here shortly in the match, is that you knew exactly what Mateus Gabriel was going to do because you'd watch footage on him um, when you hit the sweep here coming up in, in a few minutes. Um, tell us a little bit about that. You know, it's still something that I love to highlight because not everyone does it. But you study your opponents, and uh, man, it's paid off big for you in a literal way. For sure, yeah. I watch, I watch everybody that like, you know, is good in my division or that I might fight. And then for Spider specifically, I knew the exact people who were in the division, so I was spending like at least a couple hours a day just watching tape. And um, I watch a lot of Arjas matches. I watch a lot of um, Mateus Gabriel's matches, and. and um, he was doing this. He's been doing. He was doing at the time this great thing where he was rolling from, um, rolling from this position. Uh, he rolls through. He, he traps your knee, and then he's got a good back take there. Um, he relaxes it. It's sort of like a Baron Bowler from top. Um, but knowing it was coming, I, I knew he had to trap my knee line. So um, it was a, it was kind of easy to avoid just by turning the knee out a bit. Watching it but, live on Matt's side. It- it was so smooth, it almost looked like a mistake for Mateus. You know, I'm like, oh, he just, what, you were just what happened? Wait, you were waiting for yeah. it. Yeah, That's sick. Yeah. It was kind of, he was in a bit of a checkmate position because with the, uh, with the footlock, I was kind of up. And then mm-hmm. I, was in a, I was in a pretty good sweeping position as well. Um, so he, he, took a, he, took a, he took a risk there, and it, and it didn't pay off, unfortunately. But um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good move. This is an incredible moment right here, Ryan. I'm so glad you got some of this footage, Chase. Oh, dude, it was crazy. It was pandemonium in there. Like, it was so loud. Have you seen anything like that before, Levi, or experienced it? I guess I'm sure you've seen it. But... No, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. I felt like I was like one of the Beatles or something for a second. <laughs> There's people get all it. around me, like pushing me. I'm trying to film. Like, oh my god, trying to get to crazy. Levi. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's pretty amazing. The 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 fans in Korea. Are, are incredible like that's really good for the sport that there's, that there's fans like that out there um yeah korea's korea's amazing korea's such a good place to have a, a tournament the fans are so passionate was it just there at the at the venue or did you get a little bit of, on the streets too <laughs> what are you no. what are you asking about Reed? <laughs> what, what are you asking about <laughs> uh too much no unfortunately <laughs> yeah this is Found soju. That's what he found. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That must... Do you still have this helmet, by the way? This I thing is heavy so. as hell. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
that thing is awesome. It, every uh, every once in a while, I was wearing it a bunch. Like during the the twelve weeks, I wasn't training just because it was kind of like funny to wear it, like kind of fat and out of shape. <laughs> Like playing PlayStation. <laughs> That's awesome. You should have gone oh. grab the mail or something to freak out your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Did you have yeah. to train with Kynan when you were out there at all? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I'd love to, though. I'd love to. I'd love to tra train with him soon. He's pretty amazing. I do love that yeah. they do these press conferences afterwards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. And they really, I know the focus isn't on us, but they actually include the media on all the plans. Like, hey, we're going to dinner here. We got a photo shoot here. Like, usually this. I'm just tagging along, like trying to DM athletes. Like, where the fuck are you guys going? But Spider's very inclusive, so it's awesome. Yeah, such a good event. This is a great line that we, that, um, we end on there, I think, from, from, from Levi. Hey. I think really kind of sums up your personality in that, um, you know, you're just kind of. Not really looking at the at the wins and the losses, looking at the big picture, and uh, you're having a fun ride along the way. It seems like. For sure, yeah. Learned a lot, man. The last year, to be honest, I feel like I'm such. I feel like I was just a kid back then, but it's only been like a year, you know. Um, I know I'll be thinking the same thing in like a year from now. Um. But yeah, it was really cool. Very nostalgic. Very awesome to look back on the journey. Yeah, Super man. Grateful. It was it was so fun to watch it come together. Like, like uh, you get a unique perspective as we chase down these tournaments, and like we spent a lot of time with you. I, I've been all over the world at this point with you, Levi, and seeing it like put together so neat neatly is is fun. It's really fun for us. Yeah, so dope. Yeah. Any questions you got for us, or, or about the movie, or anything like that? About complaints. The this is your chance yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Next time. Is that, is What's in that beard? Is it like Moroccan oil or like? <laughs> this is just all natural. That's raw, man. Sweat and, and, <laughs> and just you know, whatever comes out. That's how it, just, that's how it comes. <laughs> how does it? How does that long hair stay that straight and and, and wavy? Is it you, you condition? You know what? Shampoo? This is how like I feel like I, I'm gonna reveal some like really dark big secrets right here. <laughs> I don't know if I should reveal them. Um, give you like the magic. No, I'm just gonna actually don't use conditioner at all. I only use um, I use like suave oh. shampoo. Damn. And it just uh, that's it. That's all I use. Wow. And then it just this is just what it does. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I'm really. There you go. That's well, talent. Trying Are you trying <laughs> to grow a beard out and long ass hair, Levi? That freaked me out. I'll never grow a beard. It's it's impossible. I've tried. <laughs> well, I said that for a long time too. So. You know, you never know. Shit. Well, hey, man, you got a you got fight to win maybe in eight weeks or so. Third coast. Uh, anything else you're targeting? I've seen that World Pro. They're they're talking about November. I know it's hard to predict with the world being the way that it is right now. But uh, what can we expect from you maybe for the rest of this year? Yeah, I'm just I'm just back like working hard. So I guess um, eight weeks I'll I'll be ready to like start competing again, and then I'll just be competing. Um, everything you know I'm kind of like sick of every, everyone it feels like as well as kind of like sick of of uh, living in fear in the jiu-jitsu community so I'm ready just to go back and just you know start competing again ASAP 
Right on, man. Well, we'd love to see you back soon Definitely. as well. Eight weeks can't come soon enough. Definitely. If you guys haven't watched it still, New Guard, Levi Jones, Leary is on uh, flowgrappling.com. Um, it was a lot of fun to put together. It was a crazy, crazy year. Thanks for, for letting us uh, film you for all those uh, you know, big tournaments. Levi, really appreciate it. Made into a, uh, a great film. Any, any last things you wanted to say about the, the film or about uh, to your fans or anything like that? No, just thank you so much. Um, thank you so much again for, 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 for putting that together. And thank you to um, anybody that decides to watch it. Awesome, man. Well, Levi, Indeed. great to talk to you. Glad you liked the film. Uh, hopefully we'll see you soon at one of these events. And, uh, yeah, stay safe in New York. We'll be in touch. Matt, take care, guys. Thanks, Levi. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Who's Number One. We're going to slow it down for the rest of the week as events are running. Michael Sears is actually in Mount Vernon filming episode three of Daisy Fresh. which uh, Dallas, Texas. They're coming to fight to win this weekend here in Dallas. I'm going to Houston. Events are back, at least for the time being. And, uh, yeah, thanks for watching. And like we said, be sure to watch The New Guard, Levi Jones-Leary, available on demand now on flowgrappling.com. See you guys next time.